0: Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: Madden Voice, Three, two, one, now. And we are live. It is uh, conference championship week. We are down to the final four. It is me, Commissioner T. Uh, I believe that I have set the show for the proper length of time. I believe I have no technical difficulties. And I believe that my Dallas Cowboys season has come to a screeching halt. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody knows how the weekend went. And, um, you know, two weekends of playoffs, and I am 6 and 2. And the only two games that I missed are the Bears and the Cowboys. <laughs> That's is amazing, isn't it? I missed the Bears. I was really uh, wanting Train's Bears to take out them damn Eagles. And then I missed the Cowboys for obvious reasons. Other than that, I'm actually 6-2. But, um, yeah, you know, last week it was, uh, you know, two weeks ago it was a cleansing for K-Star and his Steelers. It looks like they're still going through their trials and tribulations. A week ago it was a cleansing for Dr. Train and the Bears as they lost by a heartbreaking uh, field goal at the end of that game. And then – Tonight is going to be a little bit of a cleansing for me and JB as our our Cowboys uh, lost, and I have uh, quite a few comments on that game. And then we're going to look ahead to the conference championship games. We're going to look ahead and make some predictions, and you know, and at the end of the day, it's funny you go through you go through everything, and you end up with what pretty much has been the consensus four best teams in the NFL all year. And that's what we have this weekend. So, good football games. Yeah, I'm disappointed, but, you know, what are you going to do? So, uh, like I said, the show is is running well. No technical difficulties. I am going to unmute everybody. So, uh, hey, gentlemen, you are all off mute. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Back again. What's happening? What's going on, y'all?
2: What it do, what it do.
0: Yeah.
3: So um, <laughs> so you joined the so so you joined me in train. Huh? What? Um no. No no. That was Vance to join no. me in train in the uh, no. take your L in the take your L.
1: No room. The, no no no. no. N- nice try. It was like it was like not like going to take Dynasty not going to take the L. Okay. Okay. No, it's like Dynasty saying, "Oh, the the Eagles played on Sunday and the Cowboys lost on Saturday, so we actually lasted longer than you guys. I'm like, dude, it's divisional round. The different days is a TV thing. Get over yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. And and train. I'm just responding to him, but this ain't against you. But uh, k start, your team didn't make the playoffs, so there's no there's there, you know. It, 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 sorry, but no, I'm not joining you because you guys have been home all.
3: Well, play. no, you are. That's not what I said. People. I didn't say that we would a better season. I'm just saying you're, you're joining him. me and not participating. You're not participating. I have a team participating. As of this point. Yeah,
1: well, we, I know. Lost. You, was, we lost. It was a gentle That's reminder. Your team, didn't, your, your team didn't even make less. So, you, you know, the one person that should well. be really quiet is you. Because your team is a fucking mess. <laughs> I, mean, you, you're, you're, you well. can't, I mean, you can't even look at next year. Trey and I can look at next year and say, yeah, let's go. I wish the season would start tomorrow. You, on the other hand, you're not going to have Bell, and it looks like you're not going to have Brown. So, uh, if I were you, I wouldn't say too much right now. Don't get me started on your skills, because I got a lot of talk here too. But, but I need to I need, I need, I need, I need, man. hey, you know, you had your time. Train had his time. Can me and JB get our moment here? Can we get our moment? You know? Uh- this, of, this course, of course, of course. It wasn't to be a jerk. Come on, seventy yards on the ground, and I had nerve to get into someone who said, "Oh, it was coaching." I didn't see Jason Garrett with no damn shoulder pads on. I didn't see Rod Marinelli or Chris Marshall with no damn shoulder pads on. When you give up two hundred and seventy-three yards in the week before, you you gave up seventy-three yards to the number one rushing team in the NFL. Number one. And you gave up seventy three yards and one. And then a week later you give up two hundred and seventy three. Sorry, that's not coaching. That's just guys got their ass beat. That's just a good old fashioned beat down. Now I give my team credit for fighting. And if Dak didn't have me sold, he sold me in this game because he he fought. And, you know, a couple of couple of weird penalties and a couple of weird things, and we still had a shot down the stretch to pull that game out. You know, beginning of the fourth quarter, and it's fourth and one, and I can't blame them for going Zeke up the middle, except Zeke hadn't been doing shit all day, so I kind of would have come up with something different. But throughout the year, Zeke has always been able to get that one yard, so I get it, go with what got you here. But I don't know, if it was me, I probably would have did a read option or one of those rollout plays where the Cole Beasley slips out or something. I just think you can be a little more creative when you're in the playoffs and, you know, you, you have a shot. You've been getting your ass beat all game, all game. And somehow or another, you have a shot to tie the game in the fourth quarter, and then you call it the most predictable play ever. The most predictable, you know, fourth and one, let's run Zeke up the gut. Ain't like Zeke had 300 yards rushing. They did. We didn't. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. JB, I, I could talk all night. Um, what, 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 what are your thoughts on this, this debacle, this loss that we faced? Well,
0: I agree with everything you said. I think the um, the defense is really what will let us down. Uh, between hearing the media constantly talk about how the Rams' defense for the run is soft and the Cowboys are going to exploit it, and then also hearing about. The uh, the the run defense for the Cowboys has been very stout, and the Rams may have a hard time running against it. You hear that all week long, and I think you and I talked about it on Saturday. It kind of makes you cringe because it's almost like bulletin board material for a team that wasn't even talking smack; it really was the media. And and, and the the plays that McVay was calling, they were designed to really freeze the linebackers with all the misdirection, counter trades, the the fake to the, the jet sweep and. After a while, it, it, it caused the linebackers to just freeze, so there's really nothing that they were able to do. And it's the creativity of McVay versus the lack of creativity that we were seeing on the other side with Lenahan and and and, um, and Garrett. But overall, I agree. They they fought, they played hard. They were within a one. It was a one possession game. If the defense could have just held them to a three and out, would have possibly had a chance to go down and, and score a touchdown, two point conversion, and tie it. But They weren't able to get a stop, and uh, that's just how the game went. But they did fight. At least they they gave it an effort. So uh, disappointing, but I'd rather them fight and go down than to just
1: roll over and and not not give it their all. Yeah. um, And, you know, there were a few penalties that I was kind of a little, you know, that I'm still trying to figure out that damn – in the grass penalty the, when he was in the yeah. grass of his own player. I still yeah. don't get that. You know, I still, you know, I still, you know, I don't know. I mean, that you was, know, a because, <laughs> yeah, you know, that was awful. Against, that that was, was a really bad call. It was, it was a terrible. That call. was one of the worst you know, I've seen. People say, you know, you know how many that, time... that penalty took him out of field goal range. I mean, they were about to go and kick a field yeah. goal and took him out of field goal range. I mean,
3: it's like, when you have – okay, so the refs, they need to be mindful of what type of quarterback they're calling a the game for because there are quarterbacks that run around the pocket, that break free, that create and freelance and apply. I mean, Ben is one of those guys. Dak is one of those guys. There are many quarterbacks in the league that are making plays, you know, when the play breaks down, and that is actually their, their strength. And um, he wasn't even close to being down. It was just so bad. And, and that was such a huge uh, call, right, because, I mean, we don't know what the result – of that play could have been, and I, I can't stand it when refs are are so, you know, whistle happy, to blow, so so in, inspired to blow their whistle before a play is even dead, and you know they can instead let the very at bare minimum they can at least let it play out, and then challenge it, especially if it's under two minutes, which I think it might have been, to see if there was indeed a sack. Like it's it's dumb on all ends of it. They shouldn't call it and. You know, if they feel like it may have happened, they can know for sure and confirm for sure at the end of the play. They should
0: should have gotten themselves in position because, and, and you're, you're correct, folks like Dak, folks like Cam, big quarterbacks, they can take a little bit of a, a, more of a beating, but this could have been anybody. This could have been Matt Ryan. If they were just in, in place where they were supposed to be, clearly it wasn't even a matter of being in the grasp. The, the guy never even had him. That's what makes this so egregious. The guy never had him to begin with. So, I don't know what viewpoint, vantage point they had, but obviously it was an incorrect one. So, to, to whistle the play dead with a guy that never had him, period, is, is atrocious.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I'm not saying that Dallas would have won the game. I just, you know, I posted it and I meant it. If you give up 273 yards rushing, you don't deserve to win the game. And so... You know, I, I meant that, you know, there's, there's no reason. And now, you know, you hear that they were able to, you know, according to the linemen, um, you know, our, our defensive, excuse me, you know, some of our defensive uh, stunts, they could, they could kind of tell they were coming. Um, and it's the 90% of the time they knew what the defense was going to do. And, you know, while that's not completely uncommon, By the way, because you study tape and you pick up tendencies, Um, you know, there still to me was a lack of. It just was not the defense I had seen all year, and it wasn't scheme. It wasn't. It it, it was just effort. You know, I just felt like they just. I don't know if they just left it all in. in, You know, in Dallas with Seattle, and I just. You know, Dak fought. uh, Zeke fought. You know, they didn't. They didn't give him anything. You know, Cooper, he fought Gallup, you know, and I said it on the show, Gallup needs a big game, and he came through and had a big game. You know, Beasley limped around, but he tried to play. You know, there were certain guys that I saw, particularly on offense, um, but then on defense, I don't know. I just didn't see that same, you know, all of that. Look, whatever it takes to get yourself motivated, do it. All that hot boys stuff and all of that, and hey, if that's what it took, I I just didn't see – I didn't see it, and, you know, Shannon Sharp made a good point, and he said, you know, there's something about when you, when when you want to move somewhere and you can't because someone is exerting their will on you and there's nothing you can do about it, he said there's something about that just takes away your heart because you get tired of it, and I thought about that, and I actually still have the game recorded. I'm going to watch it one more time before I delete it because I'm curious to see, but as I thought back to certain plays, and I'm used to seeing, you know, Van Esch and even Sean Lee, who played a lot more, and Jalen Smith and these guys, like, these guys hit. These guys bring the wood, especially Jalen Smith. Like, he brings the wood, okay? And, I mean, and when Ray Lewis says this guy hits, this guy is coming downhill. When Ray Lewis says that, I mean, you know this guy knows, you know what I mean? And I'm watching the plays, and I'm, not, I'm seeing the missed tackles. Van der Esch had four tackles the whole game. Four. You know, here's a guy who set a rookie record in Dallas for tackles. Now he's going to a Pro Bowl because uh, Luke Kuechly is, is is out. So Van der Esch is now getting to go to a Pro Bowl. Like he was phenomenal, and yet I didn't see it. I didn't see. I didn't see the intensity that I had seen in previous weeks. And I don't know why, because I know they wanted it. I know the team wanted to win. Like, I'm not doubting desire, but it was almost, you know, I, I can't put my finger on it. Like, were they just happy to be here? Or, you know, did were they listening to the press all week and, and thought it was going to be easier than it was, like Tyson and Japan with Buster Douglas? You know? Like, I, I, I don't know. But it was disappointing. Um. And I'll tell you, you know, it looks like Chris Richard is going to be back. I'm happy about that. I am. But I'm wondering if his stock didn't drop, <laughs> you know, because a week ago, a week before, he's got three interviews for head coach. He's one of the hottest coaching prospects out there. And now all of a sudden, you know, we saw those teams find people, and Miami, you know, has already identified someone, and, um, I, I'm just wondering if this game didn't hurt his stock. I don't know. But I'll, I'll be happy to have him back. Um, it's just disappointing. It's a different kind of disappointing than what Train went through because, you know, that that was just, that was just dumb luck. This is just, like, confusion. Like, huh? Like, we lost like this? Zeke had 47 yards on on the ground? Zeke did? Um, we gave up almost 300 yards rushing to some guy named C.J. Anderson. Not girly. Okay, girly's all world. We know what girlie can do to do this a female. C.J. Anderson, who is on his third team this year, who looked like, who, who looked like well, I can't really talk junk because I can lose a few pounds, but damn. And he running all over us like that? I, I I don't know i i you know I said after tonight I'm moving on i'm done i'm I'm done because it's time to move forward you know it, it's time to look forward to next season and it'll be here before we know it and 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 it, and it's time but man it just you know and, and I guess the last thing I'll say and then I, you know if you guys have anything you want to add then we can talk about some of the other stuff that went on but um well a couple Maybe it's not the last thing, but it is tiring to go through this every year and to feel like here we go again, another off season, you know, didn't even make it to the conference championship game, you know, all this potential and all this promise, and we fell short again. It is frustrating, um but what makes it even worse is listening to the stupidity out there. there is so much stupidity, so much. I I I I I just I I, I just wish people would just shut the fuck up. That's all. Just shut the fuck up. If you don't know football, then keep your mouth shut. That's it. I, 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 I'm just gonna leave that right there because it, it just it just disgusts me. Any 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 last comments? Uh, at least for now. I may come back to this later. I don't know. I may have to do a mad voice tomorrow and just talk about this. I don't know. I'm 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 confused. But any, any final train, you ever said a word? I know you're letting me do my thing and let Jay, you know. But any anybody, any last comments before we move
2: on? All was saying is, man. I'm sorry, y'all had to. Sorry, y'all, y'all lost, man. I was hoping y'all was gonna really, really pull through and get a chance to get a second, second shot at them, them Saints, man. Uh, of course, you know, I was I was busy all weekend, but
1: well, yeah, I know you were. Yeah. Happy birthday,
3: Mr. Train. I get it. We get it. We understand. Um, right. yeah. uh, um, real quick, uh, I saw people, and I agreed with you, T, that I didn't understand why people were blaming the coaching staff for a team like the Rams is running the ball every play. Um, listen, y'all, like, you can scheme as well as you want. They knew the run was coming, but like, if you're not shedding blocks, if you're not Tackling the ball carrier, you can't blame the coach for that. Like, I don't understand what people wanted them to do, have, like, 15 people in the box. I mean, there's only 11 guys that can play on the field. So, I don't know. Um, I saw people blaming the coaches, and that just made no sense to me. It's like, yo, if you're getting destroyed in the run game, um, the players know what's coming, too. You don't even need to tell the players run game's coming. They know it already because they've been, you know, getting run on all game. Like, that's a will and more of like a physical type thing. That's not a mental, you know, scenario. So, I, yeah, um, I was definitely was pretty excited after Mari Cooper's first touchdown. I thought it was a relatively pretty good game, but yeah, that part that part sucked. I was hoping to see him, yeah, you know, buckle down the know, end. And,
1: and, to pick, <clears throat> and to piggyback you for a minute, you know, they showed a video of Chris Rashard getting in Evander Evander Evanderush and Sean Lee's face on the sideline. And everybody just is like loves this guy. because And there's just some mis- mis- huge misconception that if you're not yelling and screaming at your players on the sideline, you're not motivating them. And I want to just remind everyone who thinks that, that Tom Landry, one of the best coaches ever, 29 years, okay, and you will never find a video of him in anybody's face on the sideline, ever. And this guy – you know, you want to talk about the guy who didn't take any, anything from his players? <laughs> yeah, long before Parcells and Belichick and all of these disciplinarians, Jimmy Johnson, and all of these people that we put up on a pedestal was Tom Landry. And, you know, the guy that walked out in the fedora and the suits, oh, you never saw him on the sideline. But you know what? He didn't have to because he took care of it during the week at practice. And these guys walked. They they told the line. I remember Super Bowl with Hollywood Henderson. Um, it actually wasn't a Super Bowl. It was a playoff game, and Hollywood Henderson had a towel that one of one of his friends had made, and the Cowboys were getting were getting waxed, and um, he's showing off the towel during the game, and um, Landry finds him. Not back then team finding it was unheard of and Landry fined him for it because Landry didn't play that. Landry did not play that. So I just think it's overrated. I know that would never motivate me. And for people that think that's the only way, Hey, I love Chris Rashawn. I love his passion and his intensity and that's his style, but that doesn't mean that's the only way to do it. There, there's more than one way to do it. And I'm, 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 I'm just sick of people wanting everybody coach Clapper. Yeah. That's because that's what they say on TV. You know, that's what they nicknamed them on TV because they don't understand the Cowboys like I do, like JB does, like real fans do. So they see him clapping, and they think that's all he does. You know, it's like when the Cowboys suck, fire Jason Garrett. And then when they're winning, oh, they're winning in spite of Jason Garrett. So he's, so in your mind, he's just standing on the sideline <laughs> doing nothing. He's just standing there holding a the clipboard doing nothing. And it's like
3: it's a zero, man, no one's
1: been harder on the That's a 0 sum
3: game right there. You can't,
1: really you can't
3: win the game either way. Inside,
1: Their mind is made up that he's a terrible coach, but, you know, here's the guy who's got three winning seasons in a row and made the decision to go with Dak Prescott, which is turning out to be, you know, long-term-wise a good decision. Short-term, I would have stuck with Romo, but water under the bridge. But long-term, I think it's a good decision. And, you know, we saw this team turn around after the Tennessee Titans lost. You don't think that, Jason Garrett? Like, I just don't understand what people want. You know, this team was 3-5 and dead. I had them dead. JB had them dead. We all had them dead. They're done. They suck it over. What a long season it's going to be. Look who they have coming up on their schedule. Oh, my God. They got to play the Falcons and the Saints and and the Eagles. And, oh, Jesus Christ, they're going to get their ass kicked. And they only proceeded to win seven out of their last eight and win the division (laughs) and win a playoff game. And... Hell, with 273 yards rushed on them, had chances to be in this game and maybe pull off a win. With them one score a couple of times. But let's fire Jason Garrett. Come on. Man. Y'all got to put that shit out. Y'all, gotta, y'all, y'all fans out there have to stop watching um, these people on TV and adapt, adopting their position and opinions and watch the damn games and come up with your own position. Watch the games. Go to your team's website. Read the articles. Find out the local. You got, we, with all of the internet we have now, your team is Kansas City. So, what's the local radio station in Kansas City that does interviews? Find it on iHeartRadio or wherever you need to go and find out when they're interviewing Andy Reid and whoever the GM is and whoever the owner is and whoever, you know, find out and then go listen to that stuff because now you're getting it from the horse's mouth. Not ESPN that's got to cover every single sport out there. Not ESPN who has nothing but former players who have ax to grind and former coaches who have ax to grind and sports writers who went into sports writing because they failed as athletes. So now they're a sports writer. Oh, yeah, they have ax to grind too. Do your own research. You can listen to all that other crap to to get other people's perspective because once in a while they make a valid point. But do your own research and learn, your goddamn team. (sighs) All right, I'm done. Sorry, guys. All right, Um, before we make our picks, um, so I think the other, you know, the other – I think well, I won't even call it the other. I think the surprise of the weekend was um, the dominance of the Patriots over the Chargers. Now I did pick the Patriots, by the way, um, and I believe I was the only one that was three and one this weekend. If I if I looked at the that that properly, no, I, was, I was also
3: yeah, I was also three and one. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure. I almost went four and zero. but I I was too scared to actually change my pick to the Patriots. I remember texting you guys Saturday morning but I never officially changed my pick to the Patriots and that was a mistake, obviously.
1: Uh, Chiefs, Rams, okay, yeah, you were three and one. You had the Chargers, but you had the Rams, you had the Chiefs, and you had the Saints. Okay, yep, you were three and one. Um yeah. so a- any any you know, any thoughts on I don't know, Trane, you haven't said much, so I'll start with you. Um, and, and I know, you know, you, you, you didn't get to really watch the games, but um, from what you were able to pick up, do you think that the Patriots made a statement? And, you know, is this just, are, are we witnessing another coronation of Tom Brady and the New England Patriots? Is this, you know, is, is was this game, does this game and the way they dominated 35 to seven and a half, uh, the LA Chargers, make you feel that maybe the Patriots are as good as they've ever been? I guess that's my question.
2: I'll just say for me, um, I I saw the score before I actually had a chance to sit down and watch the game, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just done down the Patriots. I'm just done calling them done until somebody <laughs> actually beats them. <laughs> until somebody prevents the Patriots from going to the AFC Championship, I'm done saying the Patriots are done. So next year, I'm just letting y'all know now uh, my picks. <laughs> my picks for the for the AFC Championship would be the Patriots and somebody else <laughs> until until it's actually done. That right there was masterful, just purely masterful. Just I don't. he does, Belichick does an extremely good job of getting his team ready and his, his players do even a better job of executing. It's, it's exactly what you would ask for if you was a fan. You know, I know the Cowboys got more haters, but the Patriots just have haters because people don't want to see them win again. But at the same time, it's almost like one of those things that you just have to really respect and marvel at for a team, to continue to stay as prevalent and as as dominant and and just to keep winning the way they've been winning and consistently get to the AFC Championship, if not the Super Bowl, man, I'm done down there, man. Go Patriots.
1: <laughs> okay, k star, you have any thoughts on the Patriots win?
3: I mean in hindsight I'm like a moron. You know, I knew there was a prompt like Saturday morning I just I watched the Tom Brady Heights video, I was like, Oh shit. This might change everything. It was a reminder that he is the fire. You know, he, he is the river. He and Belichick, the Patriots. I mean, let's be honest. The standard that is set in the NFL is usually measured against the Patriots. That's usually the, the measuring stick that you know the teams are held to. And for a good reason. Like Trent said, the preparation's unbelievable, the execution's still on point. Um, they may not have overly impressed us throughout the season, but they still ended up as a two seed and just molly walked the Chargers. I mean, that game's final score, it wasn't even it didn't even represent how much of a blowout it really was. It was, you know, after the Chargers' first scoring drive, the game basically just turned into Patriots' domination. It was pretty bad, but yeah, props to the Patriots. They're, they're the Patriots for a reason. Okay.
0: J.B.? Yeah, I I haven't doubted them yet, because once they got that two seed, they get a game at home and a bye, Um, and we already know how they play in January at home in in Gillette Stadium. So, the the dismantling of the Chargers, to me, wasn't that much of a shocker. Um, I think I kind of mentioned that, too. I was thinking that that Patriots were going to win, and... I didn't think it was going to be this much of a, a, a whooping, but they did obviously win handily. Uh, we'll, we'll see next week what happens. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. And obviously, their, their greatness has spanned over a decade, nearly two decades. Uh, I don't think they're as dominant. a team, as we've seen the Patriots be in the past, doesn't mean they're not formidable, doesn't mean they can't win next week. But at the same token, again, I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I'm still looking at the full body of work that they've done so far this year. The fact that they got to go on the road to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. It's going to be an interesting game. But um, they obviously have a chance to win because they have Brady, they have Belichick. They they know how to win. So um, one game at a time. We'll see what happens.
1: You know, and – I've said this, and I stick by my guns, and this game convinced me. Brady is not who he used to be. I mean, it's just its just not. You know, I, I did some research, and he threw 44 passes. 37 of them were 10 yards or less, okay? Um, but 80% of Tom Brady is still better than everybody else, you know? So when I say that, it's not to say that he's still not capable. Clearly, he's capable. But the Chargers helped him out a bit here. Um, They played seven defensive backs the majority of the game, uh, even when the Patriots ran the ball, and they ran the ball for over 150 yards, excuse me, and um, they played zone. And I'm not a former NFL player, but I'm a pretty smart guy. And when you're facing the greatest ever, um, now when Michael Jordan played, basketball, his zone defense wasn't legal. Can you imagine <laughs> if you could play zone when Michael Jordan played? I mean, <laughs> it just, it makes me laugh at what he would have done to his own defenses. Okay. Um, but that's what Tom Brady did Sunday. So the chargers kind of played right into his hand. So on that game, yeah, coaching was, was a fact. I was very surprised at Anthony Lynn, um, you know that and, and whoever their defensive coordinator was that they didn't change it up. I'm literally watching the game. And I'm waiting for them to adjust and it never happened. And I'm like, okay, nope. it's you know, twenty one seven. Okay, it's twenty eight seven. Okay, I know they're gonna do something now. Oh shit, it's thirty five seven and we're still in the second quarter. Like, you know <laughs> I mean, um but like I said, eighty percent of Tom Brady is still better than pretty much everybody else. Um uh, even Aaron rodgers so um you know it, 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 we we will we you know i I as you guys know I've been watching football a long time I go back into the 70s I remember the Steelers um very dominant Steelers team with Bradshaw and Lynn Swan and all the you know Franco and all that and fucking defense oh god damn uh very dominant team to win four super Bowls in the 70s um you know, uh, um, you know, the 49ers dynasty, uh, the Cowboys dynasty. I wonder what would have happened if Jimmy had hang- hung around and decided he wanted to be a head coach for a long time. I wonder if the Cowboys could have done what the Patriots are doing now. we will never know. Um, you know, because, you know, when Jimmy started, there was no salary cap, and then at the end of the Cowboys run, they brought in the salary cap. So who knows how that would have impacted things back then. Um, I have never, ever seen anything like this in pro football. I mean, eight straight conference championship games. Like, that's twice as many as the Cowboys and a few other teams that have done it. Four. Cowboys did it twice, and I think maybe the Steelers are in there, and there's a couple other teams in there. And that's twice as many. They got eight. This guy has a chance to go to his ninth Super Bowl. Ninth, as a starting quarterback, oh, he's not a kicker. He's not Robert Orley who's going to play in how many championships as a 6th, 7th, 8th man, okay? This guy is the reason they're getting to all these Super Bowls, and he's one game away from the a ninth Super Bowl. Like, it's it's insane. It's insane. So I do give them a lot of credit, and I do recognize that even though it is it is clear as damn pimple on on JB's nose, that Brady ain't who he used to be. Damn, he's still he's still good. <laughs> he's still good. Um,
3: he caught off your acne, bro.
1: Yeah, I did. I That's got some it. boo. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, I mean, uh, the other games, um, you know, uh, I, you know, Chiefs and then then the Saints Eagles game. I mean, it started off scared the hell out of me. I said, no, don't do this to me. I don't deserve this. Um, And then uh, once that interception came, I said, okay, we got a game because Breeze is going to get him in the end zone, and he did. And, and, you know, hats off to the Eagles for fighting. You know, I don't really spend a lot of time on it because they lost, and I can't stay at Eagles fans. Um, A couple in particular (laughs) from the Madden community. Oh, God, shut up, shut up. (laughs) So I will ask one question, and then we'll move on and make some picks. And we're going to go, we did this last year, okay? We're going to do it again. Now the Eagles are all done. Um, You know, last year we had a pretty spirited discussion on Foles and what was going to happen. And I I believe I was, um, I I don't know, I don't really remember, but I remember there was some disagreement. And I remember saying Foles ain't going nowhere. He's under contract. He ain't going nowhere and no one's going to give two first-round picks for this guy. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Um, and I still believe that, by the way. You know, you won't get But now he's got a $20 million option, and they're not going to pay $20 million unless he was going to be their starting quarterback. So I guess let's, let's do it this way. Two questions for each of you. The first question is, what would you do? If you're the general manager the owner of the Eagles, and you're faced with this predicament. What would you do? And secondly, what do you think is going to happen? And
0: uh, JP, we'll start with you. Um, what I think is going to happen is uh, they they can't. I don't think they're going to resign him and pick up the 20 million dollar tag. And they they could, and then he can do the buyout for two million and become a free agent. Uh, that's possible. Uh, I'm probably probably thinking that will be the route. And I guess I guess that would be my answer to both of them. I would. Oh, damn, that's a tough one. If I were them I wouldn't pick it up because I wouldn't risk the opportun the chance of, of twenty million dollars. He's he's a good quarterback, but I liken him to a relief pitcher, not a starting pitcher. He's good as a backup, he struggles at a start. We saw that earlier in the year and he played well both years as as the reliever, if you will. So long winded way of saying I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sign him, I let him go. And um what I think is going to happen is they're going to pick it up and he'll do the to me and buy out and be a
1: free agent. Okay. Uh train, same questions.
2: I'd probably be a little unorthodox and <clears throat> what I would do or would try to do is uh Make him the highest paid backup on my team, I mean, highest paid backup in the league if he was willing to stay and try to keep him on my roster. Because Carson Wentz has not shown the ability to stay healthy for a full season. And um, they don't have any other option at this present moment. Uh, what I think is going to happen is this is going to leave the free agency somewhere. Um, they're not going to be able to keep him.
1: Okay. Star.
3: What I would do if I were Philly, just I'm just going to operate under the assumption that they can't, or they're they're not going to keep Nick Foles in the sense that he doesn't want to stay, his own will, right? Uh, unless he's a starting quarterback, he wants to play as a starter in the league. we we'll to just operate off that assumption, just for the sake of argument. Um,
1: I would, I would
3: keep Nick Foles. I would sign him to a long-term deal. Because here's the reality of the situation. In two years, Carson Wentz is going to get in command similar market, a similar market, assuming he can stay healthy. And that assumption there is key because he hasn't demonstrated that ability the last two seasons. He also had injury histories in college that kept him out of many games. Um, what And what's going to happen from this point forward uh, is I believe Philly's going to go the other way where they're going to keep the younger guy in Wentz and let Fools walk. Uh, well, I understand that, you know, people and the coaches as well are going to measure Carson Wentz' performance against Nick Foles and what he was able to do. Um, and if you were to keep Nick Foles, knowing that eventually you're going to pay for that quarterback money, what well, you can then do, what allows you to do, is trade Carson Wentz for some uh, draft picks and build around Nick Foles and I would just assume... Uh, maybe two first-round picks or maybe first-round and multiple second-rounders, something of the sort. But you're not going to get that with with uh, Foles because you would have to trade Foles anyway in order – you'd have to do a sign-and-trade, and it's just less likely he's going to command as much value as Wentz would. Okay.
1: Um, you know – Uh, okay. Sorry about that. I was looking up something. Um, yeah, what I, what I would do, um, I, I, I'd, I'd let Nick go. However, because I, I think that, you know, thank you for your Super Bowl win last year. Thank you for getting the hype and getting us in the playoffs again this year. Carson's my guy. Uh I am concerned about his health, but um when I look at Nick Foles' career, I'm not gambling on that. I'm not I'm not gambling on him being able to come into this team and do something he's never been able to do as a starter and that's, you know, um consistently play well. I mean he had one good year under Chip Kelly, um but for the most part of his career you know, hasn't been that great. So why, you know, thank you. Appreciate what you did for us. Um, you know, if you're interested in staying and, and taking a pay cut, then let's talk about it. I ain't paying you $20 million. But if you want to stay, if you feel, hey, if you're sitting there saying, look, I played my best football here with this team in this game, I'm okay with it because I have a feeling I'll be back out there again next year. So you know what? Let's work this out. Okay, then let's work it out. Other than that, I'm going to let you go. Um, so I would let him go. Wentz is my man. Um, and then what do I think they're going to do? I think they're going to let him go And Wentz is their man. Now, it, it, Doug Peterson did come out and say today that Wentz is the starting quarterback. Now, let's be honest. It's two days after a lot You know what I mean? Like, you know, things change. It doesn't hold a lot of weight. But I think in this case, they're, they're committed to Carson Wentz. And I think that although he didn't light it up this year, I think they're, they're really looking at his last year numbers, 33 and seven, um, MVP candidate before he got hurt. And they, they want to see that guy come back. And so that's what they're going to bank on. Um, it's no different than, you know, luck and, 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 uh, Manning and, and those decisions. So, um, well, okay, maybe it's different because Foles isn't a Hall of Famer. But but he's a legend for Philly. And if I'm Foles, I want to go. I need to know, can I go somewhere else and repeat this performance? You know, you got your Super Bowl win. And if you stay in Philly, you know pretty much where you're going to be. So get on out of there. Like Jay said, you know, do the $2 million buyback. Get in the free agency. You'll get a team because your name's not Colin Kaepernick. You'll get a team. Okay, um, on that note let's move forward to making some picks and discussing these games in as much detail as you guys would like, because there's only two. So, um, what did I just do? Okay. Um, I guess we'll start with uh, which game is on first. I think the Rams and the Saints are on first, right? I believe that's the case. So, let's go with the Rams and the Saints.
2: Yes. Yep, that is the first game. Okay.
1: All right. So, uh, train. I'll start with you. Uh, Rams at the Saints. Um, Saints are home. They're the number one seed. And I guess I'll ask you, who do you have and why?
2: Um... Short answer, uh, short answer is uh short answer saints on this one um, i think this is a, a really big challenge for for the rams uh, they came out they 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 i was a bit surprised on how well they were able to run the ball uh on dallas uh but the rams, but the saints have also been uh highly ranked uh had a had a highly ranked run defense uh not too far behind behind the Bears, um, and I think the Saints probably had a slow start against the Eagles, you know, due to some of that rest, but they made their adjustments, and they and they pulled it out. Uh, definitely a lot more pressure uh, on the Rams on this one because now they're traveling to the Saints versus their matchup that, that happened during the regular season. Um, also, Marcus Peters got to back up those words. <laughs> After the shit, he talked when he heard uh, John Payton's remarks, Bruh. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting, man. <laughs> Ooh, Michael Thomas, my man, my work, my overworked dead cat, and uh, way, I honestly, yeah.
1: By the way, Michael Thomas is a grown man. Okay, got it.
2: <laughs> yes, he is. I was half asleep trying to watch it, but <laughs> they're 2 single handedly with their ass in the second half. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So I mean, um, the Rams have a have a nice two head headed monster. Really this this puts a lot of pressure on Sean, on Sean Min- thing. Um you know they've been um, even though you know uh, even though they've had the, they had the what the thirteen and 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 three record in the regular season or however or whatever they had in order to order to get the bye. You know these are the games that matter against the teams that can really match up well against you. You know so I give them a little credit for for you know getting the team ready to get the job done. Uh, against Dallas. Not sure what happened to Dallas. I didn't see the game, but I was definitely surprised that their linebackers didn't come through like they had done uh, during the regular season. Um, so it'll be a challenge, one, to get his team really ready for this uh, for this matchup and to be um, innovative in his matchup uh, to making sure he can um, keep his running game going and to get that defense to to put a stop against the Saints at home. Um Jared Goff is also the other kind of uh X factor that I consider maybe against Rams because out of all out of all quarterbacks in here, even though even though Patrick Mahomes is has you know less amount of years, I think Jared Goff is you no know, one year ahead as far as in NFL experience. But he is the young quarterback that is traveling. You know uh, Mahomes has his advantage because he's at home, but now he's traveling to
1: uh,
2: one of the most hostile territories in order to to play in one of the loudest stadiums to play in, and um, um, he's going to be have to be able to get the offense on the on the on the right page in a very hostile environment. Um, I don't I don't know that he's capable of doing it. That's that is that definitely one of the main reasons why I'm picking the Saints. And um this year, uh, Drew Brees and those guys look prime. They look prime to get it done. Um I haven't seen Alvin Kamara and, and um the other running back here? I'm losing my train of thought. Ingram. Uh, Ingram. Say it one time.
1: Yeah, Ingram. Mark Ingram.
2: I haven't yeah, I haven't seen the two I haven't seen the two headed monster in a while, so uh that needs to come back. Uh, and they'll have their challenge against that defensive front, uh, but I do like the Rams. They have home field advantage. They have the veteran quarterback. Their defense is more than capable of uh, of getting the job done. Um, and it's def- I think it's just going to be a, a tougher challenge uh, for the Rams uh, on the road in this stadium. And I heard, interestingly, I heard uh, they had a, Cal- a few Cowboys fans that- here that I work with. And one of the guys went to the game, and he said, to his amazement, he said they try to pitch it as if it was 50-50, Cowboys-Rams fans at the game. He said from his own eyes it was more like 80-20, (laughs) 80-Cowboys-20. I was just like, wow.
3: It was wild. It was wild when the Cowboys didn't make the plays. Like, when that Mari Cooper's touchdown happened, it was a loud-ass fucking roar. It was pretty good. I believe that.
2: And so, if you you don't... If you don't
1: know what you heard, that was me.
2: That was was me. (laughs) And so, if y'all don't know, their their, their chant in, in, in the Rams stadium is, whose house... Ram's house, he was like, you could barely hear him. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it, he it was like, who's house, for Cowboy's to. house? <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, yeah, right, that's, so, that's pretty much how I see it. All right,
1: so you got the same okay. Um JB, you're up. Who you got and why?
0: Man, this one... This is a tough one just because I, I really wasn't impressed with the way the Saints, Saints played. Rankins is out with the torn Achilles. Rams ran roughshod, unfortunately, on the boys. are still going to take the Saints just because they are at home. And um, the the last meeting that they had, it was they were up 35-17. Rams came back, tied it up. Saints squeaked it out at the end, 45-35. Rams don't have Cooper Cup still, which is obviously a, a huge difference maker. Uh, Saints won't have rankings, but I, I, I really just I, – I prefer the Saints to win. Um, I like Breeze. Uh, he's been steadfast in, in, in being the quarterback that he's been and obviously the person that he's been and what he's meant to that city. But this is going to be a, a knockdown, dragout type of battle. It's going to be interesting to see the offenses and, and how they're going to call plays to – to manipulate the defense and put them in, in situations that the defense knows they don't want to be in, try to create mismatches wherever they can across the field. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Saints. I expect it to be a high-scoring game, too, uh, much like the first one. But I think the Rams may be a bit more physical, not to mention they've got uh, leave in this one where they didn't have him in the last game. So um, I don't know if – if um, what's the name? Uh, I can't remember. The Saints wide receiver You know who I'm talking about. All of a sudden, the name escapes me. But I expect him to be a part of the offense. He may not have a greater game, but um, I expect him to to perform well. So I'm going to take the Saints, but in a close one, um, almost reluctantly. But I'm going to go with it. Saints.
1: Okay. Okay, Star.
3: Yeah, I think – so last time they played, they had Cooper Cup, like JB said, but – Without Cooper Cup, is, when you look at Jerry Goss' play, um, the numbers with him, I mean, he averaged 280 pass yards, two touchdowns per game. Um, and uh, the without him, you know, it's gone down by 25 yards to 256 and averaging less touchdowns per game and less yards per attempt. So it's been a big loss for them. Uh, the Rams have more, less morphed into a more run-centric team, as we've seen, but the Saints have the best run defense in the league. Uh, so that poses a challenge. But for those reasons, I mean, I like the Saints. I just think that they can be more efficient on offense. They can stop what the Rams are currently doing well uh, on defense. They're at home. You know, they have experience. and not, you know, like uh, someone pointed out earlier, the young quarterback on the road versus a Hall of Fame quarterback. So I'm going to rely on the old tried-and-true QB coach combination in this particular matchup. And factor all those other variables in and go with the Saints.
1: Yeah, I was on that tip because both games have kind of the up-and-coming quarterback versus the old guard. And um, yep. you know, one game has the greatest to ever do it, and the other game's got a guy that I think just doesn't get enough credit for everything he's done. I think that, um, you know, is has played at such a high level for so long. And, you know, uh, you know, multiple 5,000-yard seasons, touchdown records, and, you know, sorry, you know, does have one Super Bowl. Um, I just think he's just so underappreciated. And, you know, they talk about Brady's 41. Well, Brady's just turned 40. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> you talk about guys that have been doing this a long time, and let's not forget that devastating shoulder injury he had and, you know, how the Chargers just pretty much kicked him to the curb and, you know, Sean Payton and the Saints were like, yeah, come on over here. We 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 think we got home for you, and that's exactly what he created. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest, and this may sound like sour grapes, and I don't care. I was not impressed with Jared Goff when I watched the game against the Cowboys. I actually thought Dak Prescott played a better game than Goff. Um, you know, and now maybe Goff didn't have to play to a to you know when you when you're running the ball so easily, then okay maybe he didn't have to play as well as you know, as he's played in some games. But I don't know. When I when I was watching him I I wasn't impressed, you know. Um I don't know. I, I watched several of his games and he's never you know, Mahomes was impressed with, but I was waiting. I wanted to see it more. Well I've seen it. <laughs> Dude's a real deal. Okay, he's he's the real deal. I will still give the M V P to um Breeze. But um, Mahomes is there. He's, he's, he's solid. Goff, I, I don't – he has not blown me away. You know, of the four quarterbacks, I think he's the worst left. And, um, you know, you go to you go to New Orleans, a tough place to play. Um, you know, it's not going to be a clean game because, you know, everybody's got nicks, everybody's hurt, everybody's sore. Um, you know, you, you're pulling all stops because you know you're one game away from the Super Bowl. So it's going to be a very interesting game. But I, I've got the Saints at home. I'm riding the Saints all the way into the Super Bowl and through the Super Bowl. They're, they're the team I'm riding right now. And I, I've got the Saints. And I don't know that I agree that it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, Just something tells me that it's not going to be as prolific as their previous game. We'll see because I know we're, we're down to the top four offenses now. But I don't know. Something tells me it's not going to be – you know, high scoring. You know, and and when you hear what you're good at and what you're not good at and what the other team's good at and what not good at all week in the media, it does impact the game. You know, the Rams heard all week that, um, you know, Dallas has got Zeke and they're gonna run Zeke and they can't stop the run and oh my God, Dallas has a chance because of that. You know, they heard that all week. The Rams did. You know, them boys said, you not not today. Hold my beer. <laughs> um, and and. So I would I think that when you hear about two high powered teams and points and scoring, I think their defenses are gonna say, hold up. <laughs> we gotta put on a shirt and you know jock strap too. Hang tight. We're gonna step up here. Let's get let's let's go. So that's just my opinion. Sorry. all right, so we got a clean sweep with the Saints, um, which I expected. Um this next one's gonna be interesting. This the nightcap. And, you know, we've got something we don't see often, but we've got New England on the road going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. And New England did beat Kansas City earlier this year in New England. Um, And keep in mind that from what I'm hearing, it's going to be, like, very cold. Might be some snow um, below zero weather. Like, it's going to be a very cold football night. In
4: America
1: (laughs) Um, So you know this isn't like New Orleans playing in the dome This is like you know This is real January Outdoor football weather In a very loud stadium so Keep that in mind as you make your Picks so um, We'll go backwards and start Where we ended off with and let's go with uh, K-Star first Who do you got and why
3: Well I'm going with the poster boy, the all-time great call on Bonafide, Bonafront, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Remind everyone, we called it after week one, before all the media got all involved in it, bucked it all up. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you look at Kansas City, averaging over 30 points a game, only allowing 17 points per game on defense. They are just a def- different defense at home. What they did to the Colts was, was great because, I mean, you, you know, the Colts also have a good quarterback. Sure, it's not Tom Brady. But they were able to stifle them so much and create so much pressure on a, on a great Colts offensive line. And one thing I noticed about the Patriots this year is um, they can't pass as proficiently as they have in previous years. They can't just pass their way out of those problems like they had in the past. Tom Brady isn't 100% Tom Brady we all know and some love and some hate. Um so I think when you combine the best pass rush in the league against a defense that plays super well at home and resulted with the Colts and the best offensive league hands down in the Chiefs, uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City. Um, Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but on the road at Kansas City is a tough ask against the best pass rush in the league.
1: Okay. Um, Jv.
0: I'm going Kansas City also on this one um, because of the fact that they are playing at home. I, I really just, like I said before, I don't think, I don't think the Patriots are the team that they used to be. Although I think this will be a formidable matchup. I just think that the chiefs, the way Mahomes is playing um, and, and that defense, although it's been much maligned all season long, may, may actually show, show Belichick and his friends a thing or two. So, um, I feel more confident about this game than than the Saints-Rams game. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I just think the way that the Chiefs are playing overall, especially the way they play at home, I think is, is, is something worth mentioning. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. Okay.
1: Dr. Trey. Oh,
2: man. Well, this is going to be. This is actually one I'm I'm looking more forward to seeing than the than the first one. Um, their very first game, uh, their regular season game. I love I love that both of these are regular season matchups. But their regular season game ends in a three point win by the Patriots, game winning field goal. Um, and this one I expect to be no different. Uh, not so much as. The same type of score, but just, just still should. I, I still expect to see the same, the same closeness. I have no doubt the Patriots will be ready. Honestly, think the Chiefs will be ready. Patrick Mahomes has been the real deal. Um, I really does want to pick the, pick the um, Chiefs to take this. You know, wouldn't mind seeing somebody different in the Super Bowl, but after that. The that I stated, like, I don't know, a little over 30, 40 minutes ago. I'll take the Patriots, So Plus, my wife is a Patriots fan, so there's no use to me riding against them. And this is a game that she actually plans to watch, considering that her sorority sister is also a big Chiefs fan. So it be interesting to see her emotions in this game, as I will have zero emotions <laughs> as I watch this. But um, I'm simply going to take the Patriots, just out of lack of experience of being there, and um, also coupled with the history of uh, Andy Reid just not being able to get over that hump, like he has consistently had competitive teams, but you know, out of all those years of making it to the conference championship games, one year made it to the Super Bowl, and then he lost that to who? Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So, whether this is a better team than what he had before, you know, it's still same head coach. It's the same head coach, uh, and Tom Brady is still here. Wow, that's how long he's been here. Oh my gosh, that's that's impressive. So, yeah, for for the for their experience and, and, and Belichick's ability to get his team ready, um, uh, I'm gonna take the Patriots with in. May seem to some people might seem a bit of a upset because they're traveling, uh, but they can play in this kind of weather, and I have no doubt the Chiefs can too. So
1: okay, um, so all week long, well, it's not all week long because it's only Tuesday, but for the last couple of days, I came prepared to say that um, it's 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 you know passing in the guard, um, you know. We've got two young quarterbacks and two experienced quarterbacks. On one side, I see there to be a passing at a guard, and on the other side, I don't. Um, and I came prepared to pick the Saints because I think, frankly, I just think they're the better team. Um, and I was prepared to pick the Chiefs because I was so impressed and have been so impressed with Patrick Mahomes. And then I saw a weather report and got a little concerned about Patrick Mahomes and inclement weather being a young quarterback. Um, But he is, he is home, but he's still a young quarterback. Um, I think it helps him that he grew up in a household with a, you know, professional athlete father. Um, I think that's why we see his poise on the big stage. But, you know, you know, listening to all of you and, you know, kind of listening to myself a little bit. And, you know, I just got through saying 80% of Tom Brady is still better than everybody. We know Bill Belichick's better than everybody. And Train really nailed it when he said Andy Reid just hasn't gotten the job done. You know, he went to, um, I don't even remember how many NFC championship games with Donovan McNabb and only won one. Four went to four and won one. And, um, you know, again, they lost to the Patriots with a a guy, T.O., who, you know, came in and, you know, rehabbed himself and had like nine catches for 120 yards to try to help them win the game. They still didn't do it. Um, I just – I've never been an Andy Reid believer. And I was starting to think that with this quarterback who seems to be – a guy that can really deliver, maybe this will get Andy Reid over the hump. And maybe it will, but I don't think it will be this year. I think that this is – I think this is the Patriots' last stand, to be totally honest with you guys. And I, I heard you change, and, you know, um, I'm just looking at Brady, and I'm looking at the quality of his throws, the length of his throws, and I'm I'm, I'm seeing the – and it's okay. He should be. He's 41 years old. Like, it's not an insult. It's like, yeah, dude, you can't play till you're eight. You know, you're going to deteriorate. And with everything that we're seeing with the Chiefs and, you know, um, the Colts and the Ravens and, you know, I, I can't even say the Steelers right now. They've got some questions to answer, but maybe the Steelers. You know, um, I just – I think this is it. Like, they're on their last run, um, the number two seed. They've been a number one seed many times. If they're shit number two seed, they get it next year. It might even be wild card. They might get in, win their division because we know they ain't got no competition in their division, but not doing much more than that. Um, I I I really believe that they've got enough to go into this game, and it's going to be a tough battle and win. And thank God they have two weeks off until the next game because they're going to need it to go and play the Saints who will be playing at home in an air, you know in a 72 degrees climate controlled stadium and they're home so they, can get, in car, they can get in their car and get the car and go home go to sleep and I uh, get on a plane and fly across country um, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit but um I I think that I think the Pats have enough to pull it out we talk quarterback head coach I think next year I'm going to be very scared of what the Chiefs are able to do but this year I think the Patriots will come and Belichick will put a plan together, Brady will execute it, and we're going to be talking about God. <laughs> how many Super Bowls and I mean it's going to be a very interesting two weeks if the Patriots do get back in. And honestly, is there a better matchup? I'm sorry, to me there's no better matchup. A lot of people have said, you know, Rams and Chiefs. Eh, okay. To me to have the two Hall of Famers going up against each other in the Super Bowl. Gentlemen, that's the matchup right there. That's the matchup. So I got the pass. Reluctantly, but I got them. So. Um, all right. Was there anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Um, Jay and I spent a few minutes on Arizona and Wilkes, but we didn't do it on the show. Um, But we spent a few minutes on it Saturday morning that Jay just, he was going to boil over if he couldn't comment on the fact that, you know, in case anyone out there doesn't know, Steve Wilkes was fired after one season. And um, then they went and hired a guy who, um, you know, uh, was just fired from another coaching position. So um, it it just didn't make a lot of sense. Um, So I don't know. Is there anything you guys want to touch on before we get on out of here? Because we've been put off heavy, so I don't know if there's any side things that we haven't touched on. Now would be the time to uh, discuss them. You know, I'm sure at some Brown, point. We'll, Fangio, you
2: know, whatever. Uh, uh, I'm sure at some point we'll get to the coaching. But, you know, I just hope this uh, – it's made, This probably sounds bad coming from me because I'm a fan, but a part of me just kind of hopes this trend just kind of blows up in their face with this whole, I need to get an offensive-minded uh, quarterback, I mean, offensive-minded head coach Another Sean McVay. to go with my quarterback. Huh? Another
1: Sean McVay? I need to go get my yeah. Sean McVay? Yeah. You know,
2: in some cases I get it, but not at all. You know, and I, I really, really hate what happened – To Steve Wilkes, I thought that was just crazy. I I thought that was ridiculous. I didn't get a chance to listen to you guys uh, talk on Saturday, but, uh, I mean, one year? One year when the average is three? Like, you gave the man a chance to build on nothing. And your reasoning from what I read was the team didn't look competitive. Dude, everyone around them got better? Your team pretty much started from scratch. Your best player is an aging, is an aging wide receiver. Your running back, who who was who was definitely uh, talked up as in the argument of, of one of the one of the best, just did not come back looking like the same guy. I, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it.
1: Yeah, you know, and Trin, since you didn't hear the show Saturday, I'll only add that um, you know, eight head coaching um, positions, three of them were African American, and no African Americans have been hired. Um, now they are looking at Flores for Miami. Um, he's a minority, but he's not African American. Um, but yeah. you know, he's a minority. But you know, and Wilkes was African American. You know, yeah. they do have the Rooney Rule, right? So they're supposed to interview, you know, one person of color. And um, I don't know. I, I you know, we touched on it, Jay, and I did on Saturday. And uh, you know, then you bring in some guy that, you know, you you know, I I I I agree with your initial comment. I hope all of this. I'm gonna go get my own. Sean McVay blows up in these teams' faces. That's why. I'm like, why do these, these, these Cowboys fans want them to get rid of Jason Garrett? And then what are you going to do? What do you want to do? Go get the next 37-year-old offensive coordinator? Think he's going to come in here and do something that Garrett didn't do? Come on, man. I think he cut that shit out. Cut that shit out. Um,
2: I mean, to be honest, I don't know if people people get it. Let's say, okay, I got I got more excited in Chicago's coaching hires last year because we were able to keep Big Fangio for just another season, even though I knew he would be gone after this, I got way more excited about that than the, than the hire of Matt Nagy. And now that I've actually seen him, you know, uh, coach for a year, I'm a little bit more confident in what he can do because I like I like what he did overall. Not so much as what he did with Trubisky. I just like what he did with the team overall. You know. The quote-unquote family environment that he created, with the exception of our dumbass kicker going on a Today Show. What the hell is that? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. You, yo, inaccurate, double dunk ass, can lose the game for us, and then you can, you can't talk to the media, but you can go on Today Show. You know wow, bro. Did you
1: see the interview train? I
2: mean, you know what? I didn't. I did not. He he said
1: this this is this is where I was done with your kicker. He said playing football is what I do, it's not who I am. Now I'm very familiar with that expression Yeah. I use it from time, to time I mean but but that's one of
2: those Oh go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was gonna say, I, I'm sorry. With that attitude after you missed a field goal. I would cut him. Like I would cut him. Like no football, from from you know whenever minicamp starts, middle of July, end of July, whatever, middle of July till now, football is everything. It, it is who you are. You're a professional athlete. You're not in high school. This ain't college. This is the pros. This is the high level. There are 32 people in the world that do what you do, that are starting kicker for a National Football League team. And you're going to sit there in an interview after you blew the game and say, well, it's, football is what I do. It's not who I am. Oh, hell no. I'd be like, hey, coach, we need to go get somebody whose football is what they do. And then maybe he can make the field goal. Did y'all see the thing I sent out? What they did out there in Chicago? Oh, uh, uh, I can't but they had all the people trying to kick field goals, and none of them made it. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, on, yeah, yeah.
0: Everybody read about that. The show. Yeah, put it out in the alley. See who can make a 43-year-old field goal. Some folks kicked themselves. Some folks <laughs> some the
1: <laughs> Nobody came even close to it.
0: Hey, though, no, that yeah. was tryouts, bro. That's it. Like, we started tryouts early.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? In all well. that while that was partying, Y'all should. I, I, honestly, that attitude to me, I don't want to hear that shit. I mean, I get I you speaking up barely death threats and all of that. That's too much. You know, fans got to calm down. Okay. But that said, man, I want to hear that shit. I want you contrite. I want you pissed the fuck off that you. I want to know that that shit hurts you. I don't want to hear you talking about, I'm going to go home and see my kids. Motherfucker, I don't want to hear about your kids right now. <laughs> we should be moving on, and you fucked up. Yeah, okay, guy got three fingers on it. You 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 kick the ball hard enough to get there, that ball should win it. Period. And you need to be you need to be the most pissed off, not the least. You and and bro. so
2: but
1: I do, yeah, shut the fuck up. Also, right.
2: i nah, I got to drink Nah, I just wanna say so the biggest difference between the best player on your team and the worst player on your team is that when they when they asked to interview the best player on your team, you know what he said? He said, "I agree to interview, but I need I need Kyle Fuller, I need uh I can't even remember who all the guy. It was four of them. I wanna say it was Kyle Fuller, maybe it was Akeem Hicks. I think maybe Dennis Trevathan. Yeah, he took three other Bears with him. Like now, mm-hmm. now you now you can now you can interview me. You know, cause I'm right. I I know what I know what I can do, but I can do what I do better because of these guys." Right. You know what I'm saying? For Cody, look, all we got to do is get the snap off, get the ball down. And from that point on, it's you, bruh. And you can't do that in your own. Why the hell were we sending you to Soldier Field to practice? Elliot didn't need to practice, and he came right on in and knocked down a 43-yarder. Like, hey, that's all they need me to do? Cool. I'm going to go back on the bench. Am I done for the night? Thank you. I'll be back for the extra point, though. Right. Dude, it's just utterly ridiculous. I expect to not see that guy on the team for the simple fact that, one, you just, you're just you not good enough. You're not good enough to kick for a team that, 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 that played this well uh, for the Z. And just, two, just not what I do. Look, man, I get it, but keep that to yourself. We don't want to hear that. No. No. That's not what we want to hear. No. no. He
0: should have never been on the Today Show to begin with. He took the no. interviews at his at his locker like a man should, and that should have yep. been the end of it. This is exactly. not the war tour when you're going around wanting to bloviate about how. Yeah, I know I blew it, but I'm 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 still ready to talk about. It. There's nothing else to talk about. Get over it. Move on. If they want to say, can we do an interview with you, decline it. You said what you had to say. There's nothing else to talk about. You're not doing yourself or your team any type of service talking about it any further. You knew you kicked it. You thought you had it. It didn't pan out. You took it on the chin at your, at your locker room, case closed. You go out and you try to compete during the training camp session and preseason to see if you can secure a spot. If that works, great, if it doesn't, it doesn't. But enough is enough. Nobody else wants to talk about it. You shouldn't be talking about it
1: anymore. I, I, Let it go. I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna disagree because it was newsworthy and it was a big topic, and I actually appreciate the fact that he – I don't like how he handled the interview. That's my problem. I don't have a problem with going on today's show. I mean, he stood at his locker. He sat at his locker. He answered every question. He took it on the chin, um, but it, people were still talking about it. It was still a big deal, and so I don't have a problem with, you know, I don't believe he called them and said, I want to go on Today's show. They reached out to him, he probably, or his agent, and probably said, you know what, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, he had been getting death threats and that kind of stuff, which I think is just over the line. Um, so I don't have a problem with him going on Today's show but I do have a problem with him almost, you know, downplaying it. Like, I want to see, if I'm a I'm a fan of your team train and your guy is up there the next day or the day two days later, whenever it was, Um, I want to see him hurting like I'm hurting. You know, I want to see him up there like, yeah, you know, um, I reluctantly came to do this interview. I'm trying to get past this, but, man, you know, this one hurts. I mean, Dak said it. Dak said we had a great season, but, man, just hurt, you know, we, you know, we had high expectations and we lost, and you never know when you're going to get back here. And, you know, I want to hear him do that in the Today Show. I want to hear more of, more contrition, more, yeah, I blew it. Oh, we heard it, it might have been too. I don't care. My job is to make that field goal. I didn't make that field goal. We lost the game on my foot, and I'm destroyed by it because I let my team down. Which was kind of some of the things he was saying at the locker. Well, if you're going to go to today's Show a couple days later, I want to hear more of that. I want to hear more of you owning it, if you're going to even go on the show. But to go on the show and say kicking is what I do and not who I am, okay, now now, now you're an asshole. Now, I, every ounce of sympathy I had for you, you just blew. Don't waste my fucking time right now, because that's what you're doing right now. You're wasting my time. As a fan, I don't want to hear this. I want to hear you pissed off. I'm pissed off, and I don't even play
2: the guy. Yeah. You know what, T? You, need to be pissed off. you know what? I I honestly didn't care to to see him on a Today Show, and I'm gonna explain why. I saw the I haven't seen this shit before. I saw the shit at the, at the end of the Miami game. Said the same fucking thing he did at the end of the, the end of the game. I don't want I don't want to see it anymore. I want you to make a damn kick. How about that? Make a kick. I don't want to see no more interviews of you to tell me what. You sorry? You you didn't try to miss it. You worked so hard. I feel real bad, man. Fuck your feelings. Make a kick. I don't I don't want to hear that. I don't I don't want to hear that. We saw that we saw that up up in week five against Miami. I don't I don't I don't want to hear that. Matter of fact, that was week six. I, I don't want to hear that. I, I the locker the, the well, inter- every- in the locker was enough. Yeah, but not because we get talking
1: playoffs now. But talking I get it. Playoffs, we are yeah, talking it. playoffs. Yeah. No, uh, the,
2: the, the, the difference is you lose, you go home. Right. Make a kick. Just make a kick. I don't want no more explanations. I don't want no more I'm sorry. Make a kick. Give us something to be hopeful for.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm gonna to agree to disagree. I don't have a problem hearing it again because I'm still. You know what I want. I mean, I'm going on the website, watching player interviews on the website, watching post game interviews, watching Jason Garrett press conference. Like I'm still hurt that we lost, and I'm trying to understand what's going through everybody's mind. And so I'm I'm reading articles. Like I want as much right now before I move forward because I'm about to move forward. Now, when I move forward, then I don't want to hear it no more. But before I move forward, oh, yeah, I want to hear every interview out there. I want to hear from, you know, Antoine Woods and, 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 and you know, these guys. I want to hear from Tank Lawrence. He's talking about I'm going to go take the quarterback's soul. but you ain't take nobody's soul. So I want to hear your mouth. I want to hear every. This is me now. I want to hear everything you have to say. And then when we're done, because I'm about to be done with Cowboys for the year, I'm about to go on. I'm about to switch. Move forward. I guess. You know what? I want to. I, I wanna I want to hear you. I want to hear that you're hurting like I'm hurting. I don't want to hear. I, this ain't. This ain't. You know. I want to go home and my kids understand. Man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> my kids understand. I hear about your you I want to hear you hurting if like you, I'm hurting.
0: If you heard the post game interview that he did? To be honest. He didn't say much different than what he was saying it, on the Today Show Then, because it, even in the post-game interviews he had talked about moving past it and I'm just going to go home and be with my kids. That's all I'm do. It, so he, I'm not all that surprised by it, so. what he had to say on Today Show. Yeah,
1: but he did say I let the team down. It was my job. Like he did own it in the post-game interview. Right, but I'm, yeah. I'm talking about – I'm,
0: I'm referring to what you had said about the yeah. fact that he's – He's not a uh, football. He's not. He's not a football player. That's just what he does. That's really more in line with what he was talking about. Just go go home and be with my kids. That's all I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to worry about. Keep keep my head up and keep pushing forward. I'm not all that surprised by what he had to say on the Today Show. I'm just not because you read the tea leaves. He was kind of pointing that direction with some of the comments that he had after the game, anyway.
1: I, I don't. I don't see it that way, Jay. I don't think it was – I think it was two different interviews, man. I think, I think at, the, at his locker he was hurting. And when you talk about going home and being with your family, it's because you need that – you need that, you know, I need someone to make me feel better. I, I feel like shit right now. Ain't nobody in that locker room going to do it for me. They, father, well,
2: well, no. I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't I don't, know if I, I agree don't with – I don't disagree with that.
0: I think he's well, okay. hurting, and, and I'm not disagreeing so, with that, but I think you give more time, that's what's going to come out.
2: Now, the locker room, from what I've read, from everything that i read.
1: Yeah, I, I, I heard it too, but, yeah, but, Trent, we've all been on sports teams, okay? I, I, that's just I, I, that's just I
2: understand, but that's I get you, but legit. when we, but even when we talked about that game, even when we talked about the entirety of that game a couple of weeks ago, we all agreed that he wasn't the only one to drop the ball. No, I We all it. agreed that, and, and that's, and that's what those guys understood. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah, them backing him was just was did it just to be doing it. Yeah, they might have been pissed, but I, I don't think I don't think it was fake to, for them to back him up. They they've been doing it all season long. I'm just saying. Yeah. As far, it, just it let me get this last.
1: The to this playoff you keep you keep
2: saying is. that, but it ain't it ain't too far fetched though, T. You can't just yeah, completely separate it, man. man.
1: That's what, during the regular season, you get to come back next week and play and make it right. This and, and game my here, whole point,
2: over. my whole point about his interview is that it's been the same stinking interview I've seen when he stunk it up regular season. He has not changed anything. I just don't want to see that. It's, it's a, it's not you've not gotten any better than you did regular season to postseason. No improvement. You're still hitting the damn goalpost.
1: Yeah, oh. I, don't, I listen so that I'm clear. Um, my you know my other point was, yeah, I don't buy that everybody that went and patting on back met it. Sorry, I don't buy it. I think they go through the motions because it's the right thing to do. It's like, hey, you know, don't worry about it, man. We we lost as a team, you know, and then they walk away, motherfucker. That's what I think happens, okay? They'll say the right thing, and they're going to walk away talking about him and his mama, okay? That's how I feel because I know damn well if I was in that situation, that's what I would be doing. I'd be patting him on the back, and I'd my God, I'd be talking about him all the way home. All they had to do was make a fucking kick. That's what I'd be saying all the way home. Yeah, but it was a 60-minute game. That's right. And all they had to do was make a goddamn kick. So I get that they said what they needed to say. I'm not gonna go on a limb and say they were all sincere. I think they're doing what they're supposed to do and kudos to the Bears for having that culture. Like good like that's that's a great culture to have, whether they meant it or not, that they still went and did it and made it feel good. I haven't seen his interviews throughout the season. My point on that was I don't really care about those interviews because seasons I, this is a this is this is winner go home. This different, is different animal from me. And I was fine with his interview at the locker. I was fine because I felt that he owned up, he accepted responsibility and that's all you can ask for after, you know, after a loss. is owned up and accepted responsibility. I wasn't fine with his Today Show. I won't get to going on a Today Show. But I thought the interview was was not the same quality as the one in the locker room. It was like, yeah, Coach to think about it, and you know, and he was more he was more relaxed with his effort. And I'm just saying, for me, you know, like today's Tuesday, right, and so tomorrow's Wednesday. If Dak Prescott goes on a Today Show tomorrow, I don't want to hear, well, we had a great season, and you know, some sometimes things don't go our way. No, I want to hear. Yeah, we let an opportunity go by, and, I, I you know, goddammit, I, I, I could have did more. We could have did more. We should, I, that's what I want to hear. And if I hear that as a fan, it helps me, because that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, for me, now your world's different, but for me, if I hear that, I'm like, all right, all right, we're good. You know, you're feeling the same way I'm feeling. I ain't over here by myself suffering. we all suffering together. So...
2: All right, that was a good conversation. Um, yeah, hey man, I I can't let us get out of here without talking about that, talking about that boy. In case you know what boy we talking about. Uh, <laughs> what boy? Antonio. <What laughs> <boy? laughs> you
0: hear D.R. say that Dallas, should, Dallas
2: should try to
4: get
1: him.
3: Man, the so they're trying to get him. To know, hey man, what's wrong? What's wrong with your boy, man? Them? <laughs> I mean, my, my man is a narcissist I mean, it is what it is <laughs> And he is, I, he really He's, is. Man. He's about to <laughs> cost himself He's about to cost himself With really good franchise And playing with a Hall of Fame quarterback And, you know, Steelers might be super Super evil and send his ass off to, like, Oakland Or somewhere So, <laughs> you know, he probably should chill He doesn't have leverage here But, yeah, it's depressing I don't want him to go, like in spite of all, of it, I don't want to go, and that's probably just me being uh, too much of a fanboy of Antonio Brown. Because I'm sure, you know, culturally for the Steelers, it's not such a good fit anymore. Well, you don't you want know, to lose for one. So it's, well, yeah, you don't want to lose. When, you don't want to do, lose like a top five player in the NFL. Pretty much ever under any circumstance, it's never like a. It's a hard sell to say your team got better by trading away like a top five player in the league. Like, <laughs> I don't buy that. Like I personally don't buy it. I know some other people like to talk themselves into that shit, but I don't.
4: (laughs) So, you know.
3: (laughs) I mean, you do. You see fans, like, talk themselves into it, like teams that lose TO, think they're going to get better. It's just like, that's not what happens. Stop it. Um, So, you know, there's no new update. Apparently, he's going to give an interview at some point. I'm sure that's going to be a train wreck and a disaster. And, um, you know, he, uh, Mr. Rooney said that, will look into trade offers that they were not going to release him. But they made no, you know, commitment to anything uh at all either on either end. They just said they would look at offers and go from there and um it looks like A B wanted to stay as a stealer after that presser. But then, you know, he does other things like unfollow the Steelers on Instagram and all other petty stuff that you know, he's being petty. He likes attention. He's a narcissist. I love him. I hope they figure it out. I don't think he will. It's pressing We're not going to get better because of it at the end.
2: Oh, my God. Uh, you, sound, you sound like a man who knows his woman is treating him like shit. But right. you want her anyway.
4: Please stay. <laughs> time, but we can go. <laughs> dilly dilly.
1: Dilly dilly.
3: But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all that's going on.
1: Hey, listen. What listen. listen um, ben holds a lot more blame here than I originally thought. And while your boy is a defense, Gurley, Zeke, and and, and uh, Bell were the three. You know, Barkley's now, you know, Barkley, yeah, I mean, I'll give Barkley some credit, but he's a rookie. But he's that talented, mm-hmm. I think, this year. I, I personally will put him in that category. Uh, he's a guy showing me a little It's just longevity. I just hope <coughs> you guys have done it more for more than one year. So, um, but, so Bell's top running back, Brown's top wide receiver, Ben's a Hall of Famer. You've lost, so you, you keep him, Ben. You've lost your running back, and you're about to lose your wide receiver. I, I mean, you know, for a team that has such a history of stability, it's so uncharacteristic. And I know some of this is bad, and some of this is Tomlin, because Tomlin has said everyone will be treated fairly, but everyone won't be treated equally. And that's what a lot of the better coaches say that you do cut slack with superstars. You do give them breaks that you may not give lesser-performing players. And I get that, but you've got to know how far to let that go. And clearly with this guy, you know, we go all the way back to the Facebook Live video. The coach is in there doing a post-game speech to the team, and this dude's getting on Facebook Live. (laughs) Like, can you imagine in a Belichick or a Pels Parcells, Mm -hmm. Or a Tom Landry, even though they didn't even have internet back then, locker room. Like, you know, certain coaches. Let's just take Belichick. Let's just take Belichick. Can you imagine if somebody? I don't care who it is. There's going to be a substantial penalty, and if you're not Tom Brady, you're you're probably getting cut just from doing that. And yet, Tomlin allowed it, and you know, this, that, the other, and we can go back to. You know the suspension belt, the weed, and all of that, and you know there's just things that that we can go back and look at. And now this team is about to go into the next year without two of the best players in this game, who are still young enough to go and perform. Like man, I bruh, <laughs> you know, like I wow, you know, like wow.
3: Yeah. So. I mean, you know, Ben I don't hold Ben accountable for what the Le'Veon situation is. That's more of a Steelers <laughs> organization and Le'Veon thing, but there's a lot of there's a lot of chaos coming from all directions from, you know, Tomlin's lack of being able to manage all these personalities to Ben also being a diva of his own self, an asshole. But um, I don't
1: hold Ben responsible for Bell either. But knowing that Bell is gone yeah. and isn't coming back means you want to take care of Brown even more now, because you know you're not getting this guy back. And the fact that, yeah, you know, you know, uh, uh, Schuster gets MVP, team MVP, you know, yeah. Like, what, do you, what message are you sending to Brown? What, what, what do you, what do you, what are you saying to him? And then Ben's trying to reach him, and he's not responding. And then he comes out and tells everybody, "Yeah, I've been trying to reach him. We've been trying to reach him as we're like, what happened to keeping certain things in the locker room?" They don't keep a damn the thing point. in the
2: locker room there. Nah. <laughs> it's like an open book.
1: Yeah, it man.
3: Really is. Well, I mean, shit, our locker oh, room man. on Facebook Live. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, true that. True that. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I mean,
2: locker rooms on Facebook Live. But
4: yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah man. Well,
2: that's – uh, Tomlin got to get a hold of things there before – before it gets bad for him. Yeah. Like, it's... You know, I would go back to the beginning of the season as soon as the offensive linemen started opening their mouth about Le'Veon Bell, That was unnecessary. This dude yeah, is trying yeah. to get paid.
3: I agree. That's
2: he is trying bad. to get his money, whether you agree with it or not, whether you want to support it or not. Damn it, don't give the media anything to to feed on and... And just tear you guys apart. It makes no sense whatsoever, you know. And I don't know if the head coach was leading them at the, was was trying to head them off at the at the curb to be like, hey, just don't don't say anything to the media. I mean, you gotta have had that talk. I, I, assume, I can't assume that coaches don't have that talk with their players as far as what might get asked of them from the media. That that would be that would be ridiculous. That'd be assinine. I, I don't see how that how that conversation doesn't happen. Yet these guys can just easily get in front. I mean, out of just how much ever frustration it gets to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's selfish trying to get his money. He need to be here with us. What? <laughs> yeah, that has been nipping
3: the bed. I mean, that's you know, there are some of the things that Tomlin can be like. Yo, listen, guys, I appreciate you having an opinion, but we can't we can't be having dirty laundry airing. In the locker room, because you know of the greater consequences of it coming back to bite us was,
1: later in the ass, like it did. You're assuming they didn't see. They knew what they were doing. They didn't care. That's yeah. the problem. It wasn't that. It wasn't that they they just thought it was okay. They knew. These are these are your linemen that were speaking. I mean, I saw them when they did it. These were veterans. These weren't like rookies. These were veterans, and they were just mad because they felt like. You know, dude, you get a franchise, you about to make fourteen million dollars and you complaining. That's what they were saying. Look at my paycheck. And you're about to get fourteen million and you complaining. And there's an unwritten rule in the NFL. You don't talk about a man's money. And everybody in the NFL knows it. You don't talk about a man's money. These these guys didn't care. And for that, you gotta look at Tomlin. You also gotta look at Ben as being the leader of the team. And and you know, while he can't control what these guys do, does Ben say anything, or does he sit back and say, "Yeah, I agree"? And my gut says he probably didn't say a word. He probably sat back there like, hmm, "Dude, this stuff is trying to go get his long-term contract. He can just come play and make 14 million. The fuck out of here." So it's going to be very interesting to watch all of this in the off-season. I know where we still have. Uh, three more games plus the Pro Bowl to, to enjoy. But there's gonna be a lot of storylines this off season, man. And the Steelers are right near the top of the list, bro. <laughs> right if not yeah. at the top. You know?
3: Great. Oh
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all right. All right. All right, man. I think we've uh we've cut on enough tangible side stuff. Um you know, we've got two games left Sunday. Um, you know, I say it every year, the season just flies by, and here we are at the conference. I mean, literally we've got three games left that count, <laughs> um, you know. So it's going to be a very interesting Sunday, three o'clock for the uh, Rams and the Saints, and then 640 kickoff for the Chiefs hosting the Patriots. So uh, final thoughts before we get on out of here. And we'll start with JB. Final
0: thoughts, JB. Well, it's been an interesting um, playoff season so far. Postseason, really don't have a whole lot to add. It's just going to be interesting to see this this final turn of events. We've got the uh, the veterans playing the up and comers. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see who comes out with the victory, and it's also going to be interesting to see the play calling on both sides, offensive defense. So. I'm looking forward to the chess matches that are about to uh, fall upon us on Sunday. So enjoy the games.
1: All right. Um,
3: Yeah, uh, definitely enjoy the games. I think the patriots is games will be awesome, especially if it's it's cold and as they say, projected to be, and if it's snowing down there, I think it's going to be a great sight to see, and you know. See what Tom Brady can do and let's see what Patrick Mahomes can do if he can slay the beast and this should be a lot of fun.
2: Okay.
1: Doctor Train.
2: Well, I had a wonderful weekend celebrating the White's fortieth. You know, it was definitely a night she won't forget. You know, see a few pictures here and there on Facebook. Even a couple of videos to contribute live. So that was a very touching moment. Didn't see much football, but that's okay. I am definitely watching football on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. the Withdrawals put me in the corner with shakes. Jesus. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see uh, 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 my wife's reaction as she watched the game as well because she don't watch many. Um, but she definitely definitely uh, like to see her Patriots win it all. Um but looking forward to both games. Uh looking forward to uh, two competitive games and um that damn Cody Parkey.
1: Gosh, but he
2: just know how to ruin a wet dream. <laughs>
1: hey, you know, um I watched one of your Facebook Live videos and um your singing career is over. <laughs> um, yeah. Um yeah, that singing was rough, bruh. And you know what's funny? I'm I'm watching and I'm listening to the um happy birthday. I'm there and you go cha 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 and I'm wait I'm thinking, okay, I know this is a black family. Where's the Stevie Wonder happy birthday? Okay, I know this is a black family. Where's the Stevie Wonder? Sure enough, right after the first one, then the Stevie Wonder came through. I said, Ah I'm, I know this is a
4: black family thing
1: Yes, I, I did watch the video. Your wife was looking lovely, which you said Thanks. about 12 times. I said, man, this man's in love. He kept <laughs> y'all should watch the video. But that's all you kept hearing was, this is why I said, okay, I see why he ain't watching football. And he said, oh, my, <laughs> wife. I'm my beautiful wife. But y'all look at my wife. Yeah, like, my wife looked good. I'm like, all right, damn, I'm going to look at your wife then. You keep forcing me. And, yeah, she, looked, she, looked, she, looked, she, looked, she looked very attractive. She was very, very happy. And uh, looked like y'all had a really good party for her for the big Oro, So, so good stuff. Just want you to know, T was T was over here watching. But I'm laughing at you singing. I'm like, all right, let's this go, okay? let this go, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so if y'all 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 you guys want to hear Train sing, go to his Facebook, find a live video, and uh, I recommend extra duty earplugs. That would just be my recommendation. Duty, wow. Earbuds, um, oh man. But uh you know it's been a, it's been you know we're winding down. I'm really trying to decide how to handle the show in the off season. Um I do know when the weather gets warm, I tend to be busy myself so there'll be less activity, you know, when we get into like May, and June cuz I didn't I I myself tend to the days get longer and I like to be, I don't like being I like to be home. I like to be out doing some stuff. So, um but I, I see the show continuing for a little while. There's so much going on. And, um, you know, whether we move the date or not or leave it on Tuesday or talk to the guys, see what they want to do. And then, you know, when the days start, when we start getting in the spring, then we'll, we'll look at, okay, and, you know. Or if we run out of stuff, talk about it. If it starts to get where there's no activity, then we may take some time. We may go to every other week. I'm going to think about it. I'll talk with these guys and see. But at least for the next few weeks, we're right on point. Um, and, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say my uh my my, my lovely my lovely girlfriend is a Patriots fan. She has well, the her on the show tonight. Um she's very happy that the Patriots won. Um she was also very happy that the Eagles lost because she's got family in Philly that drive her crazy about the Eagles. So she was so happy that the Eagles lost, which, you know, which was my consolation prize. But she's a huge Patriots fan and um She's, you know, they're going to go to the Super Bowl if you ask her um, every year. But um, we'll see. So, you know, I thought I'd I'd, I'd mention it because, well, I guess because I can. So, um, on that note, we're going to get on out of here. I will be at Mohegan Sun this week. For those of you listening, um, you know, Connecticut still has the two largest casinos in the world, Foxwoods and Mohegan. And um, I will uh, will be at Mohegan's. Thursday and the Friday at a mortgage bankers conference. So uh, I don't know why I'm telling you all that, but just, just, just cause I can't, that's where I'm going to be. So just sharing, 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 it because every, uh, most people know about Mohegan Sun Casino, in you uh, Connecticut, and I'll actually get to go up there for a couple of days. So, um, all right. So on that note, we will be back next Tuesday night. Uh, as Shane said, I like how he said it. I will be watching some football this Sunday, baby. <laughs> um, I hope everybody enjoys the games. Um, Should be two great games. And, uh, you know, we're on the road to the Super Bowl, baby. It's coming. So for Dr. Train, for K-Star, and, of course, for JB, everybody enjoy their night, enjoy their week, enjoy the games. And um, it's coming close. Super Bowl's almost here. In the meantime, remember, Sunday, the feuds will be settled on the field. See you next Tuesday. Good night, everybody.
4: The best bap bap bap